0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading and thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am 12 Kyle. Check this out <laughs> on this episode. What I want to talk about is like my timeline, um, not necessarily as it. Uh, relates to social media, but the timeline as far as uh, a 10-year stretch. And the reason why I, I wanted to come to this was because um, I think like most of us, oh, I, I can't even say most of us, some of us, um, you know, have certain things happen in their lives and you're so used to going that you never really stop to uh, – take an assessment as to what you did or didn't do, um, any levels of growth, uh, any levels of stagnation. uh, And you never really take the time to kind of stop and smell the roses and see, okay, well, hey, I did do something during this particular period of time. Um, And so the other day I'm riding around, I'm not even really paying attention. And um, I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember who I was listening to. And they referenced something about, a, a 10 year stretch or whatever, what they did. And then I thought back, you know, to my own personal, um, things that I'd gone through. And I was like, you know, the nineties, you know, I, I, I speak very highly of the nineties cause a lot happened in the nineties. But then when I look a little deeper, a lot happened to me in the nineties. And so that's how I came to this topic. Um, just, scanning what i did in a 10-year period and the thing that i realized was and i think i think i already knew this but like you don't really think about it but like i hit some major milestones in a a very relatively short span of time uh because 10 years you know it, it it looks and feels and sounds like it's a long time but relatively speaking it's not i mean it's a decade but you'd be surprised when you think about how quickly a decade can go and especially if you look at you know the time that we're in now post-pandemic if you will like you know sometimes you don't have necessarily a point of, of reference for time um so yeah i look back to the 90s all right so i'm gonna take you back right so 1991 Nineteen ninety one, I graduated from high school. Major milestone. Uh, it, it, it was something that, um, and I'll, I'll never forget the day. Remember, like it was yesterday, June seventh, nineteen ninety one. Um, it was a major thing. Uh, it, it, looking back on it, and I've, I've said this before in the podcast before, and uh, you know it's worth repeating. I don't think I really enjoyed it as much as I probably should have because, like, I was so tunnel focused on what what the next step was so i really didn't appreciate you know or take in the fact that hey you know you graduated from high school because like my my goal and my dreams and aspirations and my vision was already to college so i really wasn't even focused on you know getting this high school diploma i mean it was you know it was something that was supposed to happen and obviously it did happen but you know it's like you know i just kind of looked at like whatever (laughs) um but still an accomplishment in and of itself. Uh, And, you know, there's something I think is to be said and something to be celebrated, you know, really, because everybody doesn't do it. Um, Most people do, but everybody doesn't. And some people have things that kind of trip them up along the way, circumstances, life, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, but I never really stopped to be like, Hey, Hey, you you graduated from high school in 1991, (laughs) you know, that's, that's something that's, that's an accomplishment in and of itself. Um, and then, so the next step for me in that trajectory would be, um, attending college in 1991 in the fall of 1991. I went to, um, I attended and graduated from, well, let's just start with attended. I attended, uh, the great South Carolina state university, Uh, in Orangeburg, South Carolina, as many of you know or don't know. It's a historically black college, uh, again, located in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Um, Having graduated from high school in Florence, South Carolina, uh, from Wilson High School. uh, Wilson is in Florence. Florence is about maybe about 90 mile drive from Orangeburg to Florence. So I was not too far away. but I wasn't too close either. So um, they could get to me if they needed to, but nobody was just going to pop up and pull up on me. Um, But even attending college was something, uh, you know, a milestone that, um, you know, that I wanted to do. And, you know, having seen a TV show, like a different world that really, really made me be like, you know, I can do this. Like, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to experience. Um, and, you know, I've spoken before on the episode uh, about a different world and, you know, what that show meant to me. Um, and it gave me a vision. It gave me something to look at and something to see. And I wasn't, you know, stepping on South Carolina State's campus was not something new to me. I'd been there before plenty of times. Um, my uncle went to school there and my older cousin Mike was there at the time that me and uh, my cousin Eric got there in the fall of 91. So um, I wasn't new to Orangeburg or South Carolina State University uh, but you know that quickly and more importantly became home um, and you know that's a milestone that you know again you don't really think about because it's not you know I, I know now <laughs> things are a whole lot different than how it was you know back then but you know applying to a college getting accepted to a college I mean like People don't really understand it, but there's a lot of stress that goes along with that. Um, I wasn't stressed uh, uh, because I want to say by the time that I was a sophomore in high school, I'd made up my mind that I wasn't going to a PWI, predominantly white institution. I wasn't going. So the University of South Carolina, Clemson, Florida State, alabama syracuse university none of those schools were on my list so <laughs> if anything i made the the decision a whole lot easier for me because now i don't have to worry about them you know and now it's I, I can solely focus on where finding the right hbcu historically black college and university um finding the right hbc hbcu for me right so that was something um And again, you have the milestone of graduating from high school. Then you have the milestone of attending college. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because, like, even getting to South Carolina State University as a freshman, they bring you in this huge auditorium and, you know, the famous words, look to your left, look to your right. You know, some of these people will not be around you In four years and they weren't lying like i mean it's it's damn near impossible to think that you're gonna ride this course and it not be a bumpy road you know or bumpy spots in the road and you know some people get knocked off track a lot of people got knocked off track um myself included (laughs) you know but i was able to make able to maintain and stay in school but a lot happened during that time so um You know, again, in 10 years, the 90s, being able to, one, graduate from high school, being able to attend the college that you wanted to go to. And I think that's very important, too, because, you know, a lot of times kids get a chance to go to college, but some kids don't necessarily get to go to the school that they want to go to. Um, (laughs) I've mentioned it before in this podcast, and it's worth repeating. South Carolina State wasn't in my top three i want to say south carolina state probably was like four or five you know um but things happened and you know it became while it wasn't my first pick it became the best pick as far as schools for me that i could have ever chosen right so again that's another milestone attending college being able to navigate through the ups and downs playing football developing socially We're not developing socially Uh, and everything that came with it, along with growing and becoming a a young man, a responsible young man. So that's a milestone. So then in 1996, so I I enrolled in the fall of 1991, graduate. Thank you, Lordy. (laughs) Uh, December 14th. 1996 um and up until that point in my life that by far was the happiest day that I've ever experienced in my entire life graduating from the great illustrious South Carolina State University um you can't put a price tag on that feeling uh I don't know what it's like to hit the lottery but I like to think that day I hit the lottery um, cause everything changed. Um, being able to set out with goals and accomplish those goals and then ultimately cross the finish line. Um, me and my man Mo used to always say, uh, you know, the, the best move we made in our stadium, Oliver C. Dawson Stadium, was, you know, walking across that stage. That was more than any touchdowns, it was more than any catches, that was more than any time the band played anything that was the best move that I made walking across that stage. And that, you know, has paid dividends, not just for me, but me and my family. Um, so that's another milestone. And again, just personally, like, I don't really think about it. Like, it's like, oh yeah, I graduated. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. (laughs) Graduating was a huge thing for me because I I had my moments, bro. I had my moments where I was like, I don't know if this is going to make it. And I mentioned on previous episodes that I had my, my doubts, you know, there were times that I wasn't even sure if I was going to stay at South Carolina state. It is what it is. Now it turned out to be one of the best decisions that I've ever made in my life. But, but, but you don't necessarily see that when things are happening because sometimes things happen so fast. Like you just, you don't know. Right. And so again, it's a milestone. Graduation and it's celebration And in between, you know, arriving on campus and graduating and playing football and learning all these things and learning so much about myself, I made lifelong friends. I made friends that, you know, I'm still close to to this day. I mean, like, brothers, sisters. Um, And ultimately, I would eventually meet Uh, the love of my life and someone who I would become friends with and eventually marry Um, and still married to this day, four kids later, uh, almost 23 years of marriage at the time of this recording. Um, So, you know, another milestone in, in, in meeting the people who would kind of help define that era and that genre for that, not genre, that era for you um i think that's very important i I don't think we necessarily look at that because a lot of times um we look at our successes and our failures just from within but a lot of times particularly the successes you know it's it's that community of friends and family around us that kind of help mold us into who we're going to become and um i was no different um you know, I, I, I was definitely molded. I mean, I I am who I, I was, who I was at the time, but, um, you know, who I was going to become was slowly being molded by, you know, my friends, my teammates, um, definitely my family, uh, definitely by, you know, my experiences and, you know, very much so definitely by, you know, the relationship that I had, um, that would cultivate with Sharice. Um, So, yeah, it it was it was it was something that was definitely that you don't really think about. But again, milestones. So in 10 years, these milestones are slowly but surely happening. And so so you graduate. Right. So it's like, oh, wow, I graduated. Um, And then post-graduation, you know, you got to figure things out. Right. Uh, I have to figure out like, you know, what am I what am I going to do? Where am I going to live? Where am I going to be? What do I want to do for the rest of my life? I have this marketing degree. Um, Where am I trying to let this take me? Where am I taking myself? Um, And so, you know, I had to ask myself those tough questions. Um, And so, you know, ultimately uh, July of 1997, July 24th, 1997, I decided to move from because I graduated in 96 right December let's go back I graduated December 14th 1996 so I stayed in Orangeburg where South Carolina State is located stayed there for another what seven months um and I wasn't really sure I was kind of figuring out I was contemplating going back going to grad school uh and then I you know famously talked to my boy Jay Fresh and I was like man I want to move to Atlanta he's like man me too but yeah right whatever I was like, yeah, I'm serious. He had just graduated from Coastal Carolina, and he was back home in Florence. And, um, you know, we decided to move to Atlanta together. So, July 24th, 1997, I moved to Atlanta. Biggest decision up until that point that I'd ever made. Um, And I mentioned on previous episodes, having been here now going on, at the time of this recording, almost 26 years. um, You know, I... (laughs) I wouldn't have thought that I'd be here this long. Um, but it's a place that I had come before and fell in love with the city, fell in love with the people, fell in love with the vibe, everything about it. But if you would have told me 20, damn it, 26 years ago that I was going to still be here, I'd tell you it's crazy because I didn't, when you're going through milestones and, and stepping stones like that, you don't really think, at least I didn't. You know, I don't think you think long term. You're 23, 24 years old. You don't. You're not thinking long term like that. Like, you don't think, hey, I'm going to settle down and you know, plant my roots here and you know get married and raise a friend. No, you don't think like that. But I mean, like, again, this is and this is the 90s, so so much stuff is happening, and you're growing and you're figuring things out, and it's you're still hitting these milestones. And so moving to Atlanta was huge. Like, and I tell people all the time, and it is <laughs> It's funny when I think about it, like, I didn't know anybody here. Nobody. Just me and Fresh. That was it. We didn't know nobody. We didn't know where to go. We spent a lot of time in the car riding around because we didn't know. And, I mean, like, you know, I have a very good sense of direction. So, my thing is, like, you can put me in any city. I'll find my way around. And the reason why I know that is because the way most cities are set up, is at some point no matter which which direction you're going in you're going to hit either a major thoroughfare or a major uh uh highway or inner interstate or a major street and then that can be like your landmark um so even without the advent of gps or you know anything like that we got around and found our way around and so i knew you know if i was downtown At some point I'd hit, I'd run into an interstate and then I could find my way back home. Um, But yeah, I mean, being able to do that and be young (laughs) in a new city with a pocket full of money and no responsibilities because I mean, I didn't have any kids at the time. um, That was cool. Uh, Also quite dangerous. um, But, you know, the difference was is that you're you're still taking steps. So I guess what I'm saying is these are, steps of success but I'm not even looking at it like that I'm just looking at like this is what I'm supposed to be doing and so I think part of it is my mindset was like just the old football mentality of this is what you're supposed to be doing like and so you're as you're having success play to play you're not necessarily worried about what you did on the previous play you're just on to the next play. So you go catch a pass, first down. You're not celebrating that play. You're trying to figure out what the next play is, if I can equate it to a football game. And so that's really how I kind of matriculated through the 90s. Um, not necessarily stopping to say, hey, man, you're you doing all right for yourself. And I, and don't get me wrong, I, th- I think there were times where I people would – Hey, hey, man, I'm proud of you. So forth and so on. But I, I never really like stopped to say, like, okay, I'm doing this. Like, this is something that's major that's happening in my life, and these are major stepping stones. Um, I, I know my parents, my family informed me of it, but it's like, you know, you are so I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like I was so focused, like I never stopped to smell the roses, but I think over a period of time, as I got older, I I learned to do that. But I think when you're that age and at that point in time in my life, I don't know that I could have ever stopped to smell the roses. And I think one of the things I want everybody to get from this particular episode is, is that whether it's a five year stretch or 10 year stretch. Celebrate your accomplishments. More importantly, allow others to celebrate your accomplishments. Because more of us, probably more than we think, we do a lot of dope stuff every day or every other day or every year. And yeah, most people will take the time to celebrate their birthdays, but celebrate your success. Um, I think that's important because we don't have a clock. We know that there is a clock but we don't have a clock. And if you don't have a clock, like you don't know when that clock will get punched. And uh, I'm not trying to speak morbid or anything like that. I mean, I want all of us to be around forever. The reality is that we won't be, right? So the time that you're here, celebrate those successes. Because you know how it is. Most of us will fall back and look back. Oh man, I should've, I should've taken that job with IBM. know we look at the failures and and that's that's understandable i mean like you know if you drop a pass you're going to focus on dropping a pass you're not thinking about catching a touchdown pass you're thinking probably like how why did i drop that ball that was easily catchable um that being said like celebrate the successes and the milestones um so it's 97 i'm here in atlanta and i'm like wow okay i've done something i've done some things and i remember even telling some people that I knew from running away and I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm going to move to Atlanta. I was like, Oh man, you're going to move to the big city of Atlanta. I'm like, it's a city like it's, it ain't no, I mean, I've never been caught up in all of that. I mean, like, is it fast paced? Yeah, it was fast, especially for somebody coming from Florence, very fast paced. But you know, that stuff really didn't even come into play until I got to become a parent. So that's when, you know, like, okay, where do I live? That type of stuff. Um, So, again, another milestone. Moving. 1999. Everything flips. Everything flips. Everything flips. August 9th, 1999. I become a father for the first time. Man, listen, I, um, that time will always be special to me because like, and it's wild because it's like, you know, you had a life before you had kids, you know, that you, you know, you outside, you, you running around, you had something going on before you had kids, but life really changed and everything that light switch went off on that day we had Dion. Uh, we weren't married, but we would subsequently get married. But, um, yeah, that was, that was a game changer. Like everything, nothing else became, nothing else was important. Everything was solely focused on him and doing whatever it took to provide for him and wherever we were going to be as a family. And so again, that was a game changer, man. It was like, a major milestone and and i was like of my closest friends like i was the first one to you know graduate i wasn't the first one to graduate but i was the first one post-graduation to have a kid um and so that was bugged out too because my boys was like oh man you you a daddy like you know and it was so funny um so i beat them to fatherhood to some degree um but yeah it, it was it was a game changer and i It was the milestone, I think, in the 90s that changed everything for me because things weren't, the things that I thought mattered didn't really matter. The things that I didn't think mattered really mattered, (laughs) Um, if that makes sense. And so 1999, I become a father. So in the 10-year span, in 10 years, I went from graduating from Wilson attending south carolina state university graduating from south carolina state university moving to atlanta and the fifth one was becoming a father those are major milestones to occur in any man's life graduating high school going to college graduating from college moving and becoming becoming a parent and then if i want to add a little bit more on to the 10 years September 23rd, 2000, I get married. Jackpot. <laughs> I've, in essence, completed almost the, the entire spectrum of young adulthood um, to some. And so I went from, in a short span, in a 10-year in a, in a span, I went from a high school senior to a married father with a young child. And a college graduate in a new city—that's a lot, and it's something that I never really thought to kind of sit back and go, like, you know what, you did some shit. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Babi and Maya from the We Did That Shit podcast. I did some shit, um, and it's definitely something I think to be proud of because, like, you know, again, there there's always obstacles and things that can get in your way. And you have moments of doubt and moments of trepidation and moments of, oh, it's going to work, you know. And it makes a total difference to when how you navigate when it's just you as opposed to navigating when you have a wife and a kid. Totally different. If I was single, man, I'd run into a wall. It don't matter. (laughs) Not literally, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like, you throw caution to the wind. You don't care because it's there's a certain level of invincibility that comes with being young and dumb. And so maybe you probably did some things that didn't necessarily weren't probably the smartest things to do as a young man. Um, you know, but you know, shit happens. But no, as a married man, as father of a young infant, no, you dumb. Shit, some shit you just ain't gonna do, or at least you shouldn't be doing. Um, but even being, going through that and being able to, um, see those milestones through, I think meant something and and it still does mean something to me. So, um, you know, I, I, I just, I came to this episode. I, I saw this picture, the picture that is being used for the cover art, uh, as a picture that we took, I think, I want to say I was a junior in college right before our, um, championship year at South Carolina state university when we won the, uh, Black college national championship in 1994. Um, that happened too. <laughs> uh, shout out to Grambler. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think over time, you just learn to appreciate these things. And these milestones that happen um, literally helped me become who I became. Um, and it's funny. Cause like, I, I remember telling, um, one of my sons, I think I was telling Cameron this a couple of months ago. I was like, yeah, you, you're looking at the finished product. Like trust and believe like I was once your age and, and it wasn't that long ago where I was your age. Yeah, it was 30 years ago, but still <laughs> I know what it felt like. I know what it looked like. And, and the thing I tried to impress upon him in that conversation was like in that span of time so much happened and like I literally you could literally blink your eye and 30 years would go by you know but I wanted him to see like in a 10 year span I went from goofy high school kid why I always say goofy cool cool and goofy high school kid to you know college graduate to a father to being a married man in 2000 it's a lot and But it's also an accomplishment and and those milestones, I think, are worth celebrating. Um, And like I said, I saw the picture and I just, you know, just made me think like, you know what? You did some things and it's okay to celebrate them. And more importantly, you should celebrate yourself because if you don't celebrate yourself, nobody else will. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for me. Thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Be sure to subscribe. The podcast drops every Thursday at midnight. Um, From time to time, we drop bonus episodes on Sundays. Uh, If you feel like it, hit us up on Cash App. Uh, Contribute to the show financially. Dollar sign. T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. Again, that's going to do it for me. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.